everybody. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Navigate Your Recreate, your source for running rapids, parks, and recreation news and events. I'm Ryan. And I'm Coy, like the fish. So I'm sure a lot of y'all seen what Governor Roy Cooper put out last week, um, that we are staying in phase two till July 17th, I believe. Um, we were hoping we had some information on our facilities opening and stuff, but that's going to be delayed. Um, but we do still have some programs going on that we can do during this time. That's correct. Um, so, you know, if, uh, if you've been looking into our facility hours and stuff, we were hoping that we were going to be expanding those and getting more things open. But like Coy said, uh, we will be kind of sticking to what we've been doing for at least three more weeks. July 17th, hopefully we'll get some good news and get to make some more progress as far as reopening. But um, so we're kind of going to be sticking to a similar format with our programs that we've been doing for the last several months. And and we've got some good stuff, though. We've got some new stuff for y'all that we haven't done yet. Um, some of them we might have mentioned before, but um, now we've got some dates to share with you on some of these. Well, first off, one that came out last week uh, was the first week of it. It was a, a new program that we started. Uh, it's called Tina Tours the Town. And um, basically the idea behind that is to just uh, use uh, Tina going around touring facilities, posting some pictures and some information. Um, just to kind of help us spread the word about some of the facilities that you may not use as often. Um, so that's on our Facebook page. And each week on Monday, she releases uh, kind of like a preview, uh, a little sneak peek to pique your interest a little bit and try to get you to guess where she's at, try to figure out where she's at. And then on Thursday of that week, uh, we'll reveal her secret location and also include a lot of information about where she's at, maybe some pictures of a facility or a park or wherever she's at and then some information that you may not know to go along with it. Yeah, so for example, last week uh, she took a picture in an inconspicuous spot at the Joe Story Senior Center. I already gave it away if you haven't seen it yet. Um, but what we're asking people to do is sit there and comment and guess where she's at. And then on Thursday, of course, we post and tell you where she's at, post some more information about the facility. You, um, you, you learn a lot about that area that you might not have known about. So. Definitely stay tuned. There'll be a new one this week. I'm not going to tell you where that one's at. Keep that one a secret. You'll have to uh, go on Facebook and guess where you think Tina's at. That's right. Um, we got a Paint in the Park coming up on July the 7th. You want to tell us something about that? Yeah, so we're going to have... Um, we're going to have a painter come and she's going to walk you through uh, a painting. We're going to do that in Centennial Park. Uh, July 7th from 10 to 12 um, there there is a fee with that one um, so we can buy materials it's $15 um, and and to sign up you'll call um, Jesse at 533-2847 extension 3 and she'll give you all the information to sign up um, space is limited in that one but like I said we are doing it outside in a park so we'll have everybody spaced out um, and I don't know if um, if you've done one of those before, but they are pretty cool how you get from point A to point B and have a masterpiece by the time you finish that program. And that's going to be $15, and that includes all the supplies and everything that you'll need. That's right. So you don't need to bring anything with you. Just show up, and then uh, everything will be there waiting for you. Show up with your crea creativity ready to go. Bring your creative hat, Yeah. Um, and everything else will be there. But and I think uh, they sign up for that at TJ Davis. They um, do. Um, Jeff, like he said, Jesse can tell you all the information about it. But um, 
I think to officially be signed up, you need to have paid your money. Isn't that correct? That's right. Yeah. So, but if you have questions, call Jesse. She'll help you put you on the right path. But you basically you'll need to go in to TJ Davis sometime before July seventh. Pay your money, and they'll get you registered. That way, they know how many supplies they need to purchase and everything. So, make sure you sign up early for it, because like you said, there's only only so many spots that we can have where we can you know keep everybody spaced out and keep everything safe. So, it'll be and, limited. And that's open to all ages. Do you know what the theme is for it yet? I do not. Okay. But I think I, either, so. I think they were looking into doing things that were not canvas art, maybe something a little bit more creative, like a door hanger or something like that. So, but yeah, it, it, it's not going to be kid specific or adult specific. It's kind of geared towards whoever wants to come. Um, she'll she'll be able to help you no matter what your age or your skill level is. So. Right, and that's a program that's kind of been modified that the Joe Story Senior Center does. Um, that they call cheer wine and design where they will will have you get together in this same atmosphere and serve cheer wine floats um, to you as well um, but but we just want to make it clear that this one's not just for seniors this was open to everybody of all ages so July 7th 10 a.m. to 12 noon for that program we've got a movie night coming up again on July the 10th and they just have one Friday night um, I think they showed the Beverly Hillbillies yeah, they th showed the first three episodes of the Beverly Hillbillies. And uh, if you're not familiar with Movie Night, it's something that this will this will be the third one we've done, and it's a drive-in style movie. So we have a big, um, what do you call it, a projector with a big screen on the side of T.J. Davis. So they project the movie up on the building. Um, we have speakers, and we also can play it through your car radio. Uh, so you you drive up and. You don't have to get out and interact with anyone. You just pull in and you can watch the movie. And, it, and it's free, and we are also serving popcorn for free. So it's a it's a good thing to do on a night out on a Friday night with your family. Just pull up and watch that. You do have to sign up in advance because we have limited parking. Um, this one we're going to show cartoons again. Some of the vintage cartoons from the 1940s and 50s. Um, it'll run about 45 minutes total. Um, so definitely call up to TJ and talk to Jesse for that one as well to sign up, uh, 533-2847, extension 3. And um, we, Ryan and I weren't there for the, the Beverly Hillbillies this last one. It sounds like they thoroughly enjoyed it, but at the first one we had a packed house and everybody loved it. So uh, definitely a great way to get out and um, participate in some recreation while still practicing social distancing in the comfort of your car and we have a similar program coming up um, that you can do from the comfort of your car which is car bingo um, the Joe Story Senior Center under normal operation offers bingo every Wednesday um, at the Lloyd Andrews building um, they did tele bingo for a while where you could call in and do bingo over the phone um, we were hoping to do some in-person bingo at Kirkwood, but, but with us staying in phase two, we're not quite ready for that. So what we're going to do is you drive to the Lloyd Andrews building on July 1st from 10 a.m. to 12 noon, and you can sit in your car, tune your radio to a station. A staff member will bring you a bingo card, and you can play bingo um, in your car. There will be uh, staff members there to bring prizes, cars, uh, cards, etc. to your to your vehicle. Um, at this time, they won't be offering refreshments during that. But you're welcome to bring 
whatever you would like as a refreshment. Yeah, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I know a lot of people are itching to get back to playing bingo the way they're used to. And we have plans in place to get there as quick as we can. Um, like Coy said, it's just um, based off the governor's recommendations that to stay in phase two, it's just not something that we can feasibly do right now. We'd have to limit it to 10 people or less. And, you know, it just, it just doesn't really work. But we have the plan ready. As soon as we are able to move to phase three, we will start offering bingo in person again. But I, I think that the car bingo is going to be fun. Uh, I think it'll be something you'll enjoy. It'll be a little more socially interactive than the tele bingo um but by by staying in your cars i mean you'll feel the social aspect of it because you'll see the other people that you're playing with but you won't be mingling with them so you know it'll still be a real safe environment for you so hopefully kind of a compromise and, and give you a, give you a little more social interaction without making you have to actually socially interact with anyone um so i'm looking forward to it i think it'll be fun um social interaction without physical interaction there, there go. we go <laughs> <laughs> he pointed his finger he was proud of that one <laughs> all right um also the last week or so coy and i have been going out um trying to create some new geocaching locations around some of our facilities um if you're not familiar with geocaching um, I think Coy can do a really good job of telling you. <laughs> he perked up. Coy will tell you, give you a brief overview of what geocaching is in case you've never done it. All right. So um, geocaching, it's an, it's an app you can download on your phone or you can go on a computer and get GPS coordinates. But basically people have hidden containers in different areas and natural areas all across the globe, actually. Um, and what you do you go on your phone and it will lead you to a specific spot and you've got to uh, seek out this container and once you find it um, you put your name on the log you can log it that you found it um, if there's an item in there in the container um, it's set up to where you can take an item and replace it with a value uh, an item of the same value or greater value so it's just kind of a cool little Kind of Easter egg hunt type activity where you can go and search for these things in, in different areas. So we've hidden some and at some of our facilities, at some of our parks. We're not going to tell you where, but uh, we highly encourage you to go out and find those. And and so yeah, the geocaching app is definitely not something that's parks and recreation specific. Like he said, that's a global thing. They're all over the place. We just decided to um to offer some in some of our areas right there was there was some um you know there's some on the canal trail but looking at the map on geocache we noticed that there weren't very many in Roanoke Rapids so we wanted to fix that so we hid some of our own to give you an opportunity and within within hours of getting them posted uh, we already saw some people that were excited about it were getting out looking for them so we're real optimistic and like you said we've got several out um, and we're working to expand them to keep offering more and more of them. So to give you some stuff to stay out and look around and explore a little bit. And um, so, and like you were saying about there being little things in there um, that you could replace of equal value or greater value. I mean, we're talking about like, I mean, there's like stickers in there and things like that. There's, 
you're not going to go find a hundred dollar bill in one of our geocaches. Right. Means, uh, <laughs> you know, but just I mean, a small little trinket of some right. kind. Because I mean, the actual prize is not the um, the main objective of geocaching. It's all about getting out there and finding them. Yeah. It just gives you a little something. You know, to kind of reward you for doing it, and they'll feel good. But and and all of ours, you know, they're they get very detailed. You can go on the geocache website, and they'll they have a video on there that tells you all about it. But you'll see some of them are very very involved, where uh, you might have to find uh, multiple caches uh, to get to your final destination, or you might have to solve a riddle or or find a combination. You know, they get very involved. The ones we have hidden, um, we wanted it set up to where you can take your whole family to a park and find this geocache along with using the playground or having a picnic or using the ball field, you know, uh, just add to that experience that you have at that park. And we're not saying that we won't get more creative with them as time goes on. Um, if this is something that's well received, um, we might start offering some varying difficulties, but just as we're kind of introducing it to our area and to our facilities, uh, we thought we would start out simple and get a, get a gauge of how people um, are feeling about it. If you go out and look for them and say that was fun, but I would like to do some that are a little more challenging, let us know. Um, you know, as we're, as we're adding more and more of them, we can increase the difficulty on some of them if the interest is there for that. Um, but the main goal right now, like, like Coy said, is just getting you out. Um, exploring the parks and looking around and being able to do it as a family and not needing to be any sort of geocache expert. And the cool thing about it is is that these uh, a lot of these geocaches are are hidden by people that have found a lot of geocaches. So I think on the website they recommend that you find at least 10 geocaches before you go hide your own. But there's a video on there and they encourage you to do that as well. So um, if that's something you're interested in, you know, you can hide some of your own geocaches one day there you go. a lot of opportunities for that one so like i said that's pretty new um we're kind of feeling it out and we'll see what happens but we're planning to keep offering more and based off the responses that we get we'll decide where they go and how difficult they become so you know be vocal about how you feel about it and let us know so we can uh, as we progress through adding geocaches that we can do it the way that y'all want to see it done all right well i think that kind of covers what we've got coming up over the next couple of weeks anything else you'd like to add before we get out of here i got i got a quote but we'll give you a chance to speak before we do the quote if you're interested i think i've said everything i want to say right. <laughs> <laughs> i got no problem with that um so we'll, we'll close with a quote um and this is from dalai lama i'm sure that is a name that you have heard before but he says, once a year, go someplace that you've never been before. Um, and, you know, I, I'm sure that he was kind of in the back of his mind thinking, travel, um, get out and explore a bunch of different places. But, you know, there's a lot of opportunities right here in Roanoke Rapids and in the Roanoke Valley to go somewhere you've never been before. And so how easy is it to accomplish that goal right there of going somewhere you've never been before once a year? I mean, we just gave you a bunch of opportunities for a geocache to go look somewhere and it may be somewhere that you've never been before. So we've got your first five years covered for you right here if you've never <laughs> been to some of these parks. So, but we do encourage you to get out and explore, um, especially in your own community. There's a lot of resources around here um, that people sometimes are not aware of. So explore, learn. There's a lot of hidden treasures out there. That's right. 
Find something you like, find something fun, get out and explore and be active. Right. All right, well, y'all have a good one. Take it easy.